Welcome, Welcome to another, another episode, episode of, of Driving to, to the, the Split. The, you got me. Yep, that was what we're doing. I got we're, you. I got you. <laughs> we're, starting a, we're going to start our new movie project. Yes, we're going to do a movie. It's going to be called Driving to the Split. Driving to the Split. But before we get to the split, yes, I want to hear the girl who sang to the world. The girl who sang to the world. Oh, you're referencing the the boy who sang to the world. The, I am. The that Earth book that song. doesn't exist. The Earth, the Earth song. Yeah, we would, we watched the documentary of of Tom Kenyon. Kenyon. Yeah. I thought it was the sweetest. I love journey stories, and I thought it was the sweetest story ever. He his story is so sweet. <laughs> I just yeah. loved it. I loved his story. <laughs> Even from the beginning, you know, he was, he kept, his favorite book as a little kid was called The Boy Who Sang to the World or something. Yeah, it's is, called, that was the name of his book, but remember, that book doesn't even exist in the library. I was getting to or, that. Oh, you were? I was getting to that, honey. Okay, like, keep, keep, I don't want to, I don't, don't want to gate crash, up, I don't want to, what's the word when you spoil the movie? Um, cliffhanger? No. Um, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, yeah. Right. Well, it's not really a, a spoiler alert. Anyway, so tell me about this book. This book he I read when he was it. four or six or how old? Was no, he? no, he didn't say how old, but he he was a small kid, and uh, he had his favorite book, and the boy who sang to the world or something. Yeah, that's the name of the book. I remember that. Yeah, and it was a story about a little boy who anybody's wishes he was seeing, and the wishes would come true. Yeah, so it showed a little girl who was dreaming Thinking of about... wishing for ice cream cone, and mm-hmm. so he opened his mouth and started singing. And instantly manifested an ice cream cone in her hand. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then he lost the book growing up, right? And yeah. then after a while, when he was a grown-up, he tried to look for this book because he loved it. And he couldn't find it, and he couldn't find the research to see where it was, you know, what it was. And he, it, the book didn't exist. So he realized that he'd been reading the book in a different... Dimension. Dimension. Or in... Uh, his uh, lucid, his astral world exploration place, or whatever it is. Well, so that was a great start. That was a pretty good book. start. To, a great to the, start to, to the, the movie. movie. Yeah, the documentary. And I remember in 2011 or something when I was getting really good and ready. It might have been 2010, getting really good and ready for the split in the world in 2012. Oh, that no. never happened. <laughs> yeah. One of the things we had to do was um, activate our pituitary gland. Mm-hmm. And we had, no, our pineal gland. We had yeah. to activate all of our brain thingies, you know. Mm-hmm. And you had to, some some people say you had to make it a Merkaba, and you had to get in that thing. And oh, my There's a whole bunch of jobs. You yeah, had a lot, you of, had stuff a lot of stuff to do, man. So one of them I would do, and was with Tom Kenyon, and uh-huh. he had sent out um, a whole bunch of sound um, Activation activations. Things? And the one that I was using was the pineal gland one. And I'd close my eyes, cover my head up with my blankets, and listen to it with the headphones in for, you know, an hour or two or when I was going to sleep. And I'll tell you what, you saw some pretty fantastic four, five, six D geometries in your head. They were indescribable geometries, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, it was like the language was geometry. Sweet. Have you ever seen that in your head before? I have seen it, not through his songs, but I've seen it through other methods. Well, it definitely worked, and I don't know if it was his meditations or one, but I got one of those kundalini things, too. He oh, said boy. he had the kundalini thing, remember? He did, yeah. Where the snake goes up it. your spine or whatever. He had a massive fever. He had a he had massive fever, three days of sick. He couldn't yeah. get out of bed while he was in the hospital mm-hmm. at the college. And thank goodness he didn't tell them that he was chanting Having a kundalini, kundalini thing, yeah. experience. Otherwise, they'd have sent him to the wacky job they would have, spot. Yeah. Instead, they just treated him for his fever and gave him a nice, comfortable bed and made sure he was okay for a few days. Mine didn't last for three days. It only lasted for an hour or two. And where were you at the time? On the toilet. (laughs) Don't laugh. It happens wherever it happens. Uh, Yes, it does. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't exactly like one of my proudest moments. I had my kundalini awakening on the toilet. It goes to show, now you're going to have to start a religion That's... around the toilet. Go to the toilet for enlightenment. 
it's a little embarrassing. I, I moved yes. and finished off in the shower, though. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, if you're trying to replicate, you can start on the toilet, but you got to go to the shower eventually. Okay. But, yeah, could have been that. That seemed to be what it was. It felt like an activation for sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so are you going to sing to us or not? Oh, how? You were practicing right before. I was practicing before I was. I was copying him. Yeah. <laughs> copying him, not his voice or his songs or anything, but his the method. methodology that he uses is to tap into the sounds of the universe. Oh, in his case, the Hathors, and also different wisdom... Wisdom um, keepers in the planet. Lineages or... Shamanic the, lineages, even. Yeah. yeah. And uh, around the world... The even whales. Songs, whales and trees and wind, I think, as well. And um, and then he just goes for it, you know, the sounds? He just goes for the sounds. Yeah, he he's not shy about the sounds he makes. No, he's not shy, no. It reminded me a little bit of the Ikaro, which is uh, singing the sounds that you make to contact and communicate with uh, nature, you know, fire, wind, trees, animals. Because, you know, they don't speak English, so you have to speak their language, and there's all vibration. So, yeah, I was playing around with those sounds, but I don't know if the, the mic will be too bursty, you know, like hurt people's ears. I don't know, just try. I guess don't Sandra, be shy. Sandra can, you know, she can cut play it out with the tones. Well, no. Oh, you don't want it to hurt people's ears? Yeah. Your singing can't hurt anyone's ears. Honey. No, what I'm, th- I'm saying is the volume and stuff, so she can not cut it off, because then people will be like, oh no, what did it sound like, you know? Yeah. No, I was thinking about the volume, so you can play with the volume so that it doesn't hurt people's eardrums. Oh, yeah. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm okay. ready. What, what shall we channel? We'll channel the guidance of Gaia toward the split. For the light split. to stop the car didn't you yeah i don't want to crash <laughs> what happened <laughs> you put me out on a different plane of reality i don't want to be driving oh my goodness baby she wanted to howl yeah she's nearly she was ready howling. to go could join you in yeah she wanted to howl <laughs> but she didn't that was fun anyways you're done yeah i'm done yeah. samples over I was just, I was, yeah samples over i was just playing around but it's like anybody and everybody can do this okay. you just have to tap into that feeling I think it's to me that this is how I translate it, right? Okay. I translate it as you tap into the the energy of the entity, the tree, the wind, or a Gaia in this case, and then you get the feeling from her, and then your body kind of generates like a frequency, a vibration that reflects that feeling that she's conveying in that particular moment. Ah. Oh. That's how I see it. Excellent. I was surprised it was so high pitched. I thought it would be something like. Whoa. <laughs> I know, Gaia. I thought Gaia had volcanoes. Rumble. You heard earthquakes. Apparently, Gaia has the voice of an angel, honey. What? <laughs> I'm playing around this still. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it was a nice movie. Yeah, I like that movie. I loved it. We're driving past. This is Lake Crescent, and it's so gorgeous right now. There's the mist coming down from the hills, 
and the water is like a mirror reflecting the cloudy sky so it's kind of silver the lake is silver looking so beautiful so we were uh, talking about our movie oh yeah the movie and the split driving to the split driving to the split so we're gonna we, we already did the first scene it's only about a minute yeah. and we're going to do scenes I suppose we well, could we, take... we, we started we started with drive to the split is well you know just like instant manifestation yes so driving to the split <clears throat> and then I said what do you mean by that what do you mean by driving to the split is like instant manifestation how instant is it and what do you mean by instant well I meant instant, like you're instantly manifesting, like you're driving to your split, whichever split you pick, with your best buds, whomever they are, even if they pretended to be your enemies at the time. You're co-creating your reality, your split, with your tribe that's with you. Your people. Your peeps. Yeah. So your peeps are going to reinforce the split that you're picking Mm -hmm. and manifest and create it. As, uh, as, uh, as whichever way, whichever way, baby is happy about her split. <laughs> hey, babies, what are you doing? Are you driving? Yes. Yeah, she's a driver. She's a driver. So you're driving in your split, but you got passengers. Yes. And your passengers are your co-creators. Mm-hmm. And the co-creators that you pick in this life are either... Helping you keep in the light dark, which means the reality and the news and the information that you receive. All you can hear is that what reinforces the split reality you're driving to. Mm-hmm. Doesn't almost doesn't even matter what other people say. The only thing they'll say that's if it's like contradictory to what your buds and you are picking, you're gonna think they sound like crazy people. Yes, if you, you even will. hear anything. Actually you probably won't even hear it. Probably won't even hear it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what about our side? That we don't want to like that paradigm, we just want a light paradigm. Well, it's, it's almost the same. You know, the people who are driving to a different split, the stuff they say is almost like they're crazy people. It's like, can't you see? Yeah. And they can't. Yeah. And I keep seeing it more and more, more evidence of that when I hear people talking about um, their reality of whatever it might be. They, they mention oftentimes the people on the other side of this choice point, they don't understand them. They can't hear you. It's like you're talking to a wall with these right, people. Right. And they're talking about the people who are not vaccine. And yeah. the vaccine people are talking about the vaccine, not vaccine people the same. It's like neither one can like even hear each other anymore. Yeah, that's true. And I remember you'd said uh, ages ago that the realities will become farther and farther apart and different and different and different until at some point won't even see each other. Mm-hmm. Well, right now we're experiencing that they can't even hear each other yep. and often can't see each other, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we no longer really associate. Right. And then when we do associate, our interaction is our choice of what interactions we have with those other people. Yeah. Like today I was reading one of the comments on Talk With Me Now, which is part of Walk With Me Now. WalkWithMeNow.com. And somebody was saying, something odd is happening. I've been mixing with people who have chosen the other side of the split. But they're so nice. With They're super nice and to me. And the interactions are super pleasant. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and it's because the person has chosen the high-frequency experience and no longer allowing low-frequency experiences. So when those people interact with you, they absolutely have to do it at a high-frequency level. Interesting. Well, yeah, that's it. That's part of the split. That's part that when of it. we do interact with each other, it's going to be on your chosen path. Now, what is their their experience of that same interaction? I honestly don't know. Right? It probably is light because they chose light dark. They didn't just choose dark darkness, dark. right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm thinking you're the light part of their light dark part. You're the light in their yeah light part dark paradigm. You're the light part. So when you stop uh, being righteous, which is low frequency, you start having less and less and fewer and fewer encounters that reinforce righteousness, right? Right. You don't have like all these signs that you can't do this, don't do this, don't come in here like that. 
and then meet people who are smashing it in your face too it just sort of yeah. dissolves. It dissolves it's like you picked and they picked and you're not really um, fighting each other Correct. you're just happy with each other's decision yeah hey yeah. you made a decision that's awesome it's easy to say oh you made a decision that's awesome but of course there are plenty of emotions involved when it's your direct family oh yeah, yeah. or your loved ones mm-hmm. or harsh yeah, your children or all yeah. of these things. That makes it a bit really more harsh. gritty. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we picked our incarnations with our families for a variety of reasons, right? Yes. And maybe they're not all related to what we picked them to go experience light reality with. Sometimes we pick them to experience light dark reality with. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I don't have all the answers, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. As you navigate these relationships. Keep it light. Keep it light. Another part of it, that is what I thought you were saying, but then I realized it wasn't what you were saying, but one of the other sides to this was uh, the instant part. It appears that... When we make a conscious decision, right, and decide on a manifestation that we actually consciously want to create in life, that it happens very, very quickly if it supports your chosen paradigm. Hmm. Very quickly. And it kind of grinds to a stop if it doesn't support your chosen paradigm. Like, you know, like you need to put a lot of oil in those tires. <laughs> I don't know if you put oil in tires. Oh, maybe on the bearings. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we get the idea. You get the idea. You get the idea. So do you have any um, manifestations that came together instantly over five years or so? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Five-year instant manifestation. Do but you want to do a big reveal? What happened today, honey? We finally got our forever home. A forever house, yeah. Exactly as we dreamed it. Oh, at least I dreamed it. Yeah. And um, okay, it's pretty speechless. magical, but I'm speechless. So you got to talk, money. Okay, I'll talk for a bit, and then maybe maybe I can, can interrupt. Uh, yeah, you can interrupt. Sometime. Okay. Thank you. So five years ago. <laughs> five or six years ago. We decided that we wanted somewhere to live. So we bought a boat. So we bought a boat. <laughs> that was seven years ago, I think. Yeah. Okay, seven years ago we decided we want somewhere to live, so we bought a boat. Yeah. Then we got We chickens. both wanted to have a boat, actually. We both wanted to live on a boat. That and we really still amazing. want to live on a boat. Yes. Um, but anyways, uh, real strange things started happening with us living on the boat. One of them was... For kind of a week or so, the power went out. Yeah, on the water. And then when that was resolved, uh, we went back and then the water went out. On the whole dock, so we had no water. And no water at all. Well, and that was You know, we have months. tanks on our boat, but you, you, it wasn't easy to go fill them. No. And the water for the whole dock was broken. It yeah. took months to months fix. Months months to fix. And in those months, we also had like two dogs, three dogs. <laughs> I don't remember how many dogs now. We had cats. several dogs, several cats, and all of a sudden, and then, chickens so found us on we the were, side of the road, remember? Yeah, that was a trick. We talked about that before, but... Yeah. Not yeah, everybody so, heard. Yeah, it was a trick. It was definitely a trick. There was a we dozen... Had been staying, we had been staying at the Shaman Shack, which is an event center, yeah. so not a very comfortable t- of a place to live at. It's right? a fun place to visit. It's a pl- fun place to visit, maybe stay there for a few days, unless you're Fred. Unless you're Fred, and then there. it's great forever. And we're happy to, that yes, he likes it. That he likes it. He can stay there forever. He can he stay wants. forever. Um, but anyways, to the rest of us, it's not that, you know, it's like, I like my space. I like my yeah. own bathroom, my own, you know, towels. And I don't really like to live in a kind of community house, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, and I guess some people do. So. And some people do. But not me. So it was kind of uncomfortable. But we were staying there because there was no water at the Ilaria, our boat. And... One day we drove down and we saw um, a, a flock of chickens by the side of the road. We're like, that's a strange place for chickens to be They're living. They're going to get ate. They're going to yeah. get ate by coyotes and God knows what else. 
because they it's weren't okay, so... they weren't by a they weren't by a chicken coop. They were in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. So we thought, okay, we just check them tomorrow, and they were still there tomorrow. We gave them some food, and then we thought, you know what? I think we should save these chickens. I think they're abandoned. Yeah, we we could probably bring them to the uh, community Shaman house. Shaman yeah. Shack would probably like eggs. Yeah. So. We went into town, grabbed more food, some cages, and of course, because we were at that store with the feed... And we're already getting chickens. We were already getting chickens. There was baby a ones. massive pile of baby chicks. And here's Larry and I. <laughs> we cannot walk away from a baby animal. So we got, we got a, a dozen. We got a dozen baby chickens yes. and then a cage to pick up the dozen grown-up chickens. Yes, yes. <laughs> and the lamp and everything you need the for babies. Lamp and food, etc., etc., etc. And when we got to the place to get the chickens that were abandoned by the side of the road, somebody else had already Saved rescued them. them. Rescued them, yeah. Brought them home. Yep. And we know who did it. Yep. And they were good people. Yep. Our neighbors. Yep. And um, we were like, oh my God, that was a trick to get us to the chicken store so we get all these baby chicks. Sure was. And when you have like a dozen baby chicks, they don't really like living on a boat, and your boat doesn't like chickens. No, they need lights, plus they're beep, 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 yes. beep, 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 and plus they, they go to the bathroom a lot, yeah. and they feathers ruffle, and you're allergic to the feather dust. Yeah, I'm allergic to the feather dust. So you can't leave them inside, you can't put them outside, and they don't swim. No. And then it turns out that they need protecting from all manner of predators. Animals, and themselves. And, and themselves, and they need... Uh, every day of paying attention to in the morning you gotta get up and open the door for them to go out or you gotta make yeah. a coop for them or you gotta make a well a fence and then a top fence and then you need a guard a guard dog then yeah. you, that's a good excuse to get another dog yeah long story short we are planted yes <laughs> planted long solid long story short now we have about 15 chickens we have two cats five dogs do we have five dogs? We do have five dogs. One, two, three, four dogs. Five dogs. Five dogs? We have five dogs. One, two, three, four dogs. Five. There's one, one on your shoulder. One, two, three, five dogs. <laughs> I forgot about Phoebe. <laughs> She's sitting on your shoulder. She says you I'm not a dog. About her. She's not a dog. She's a princess. She's a princess. So, yes, so don't fit on a boat no more. No, we didn't fit on the boat anymore. So um, yeah. So that like outrule it overruled moving back to theirs. This was sort of part of instant manifesting. We mm -hmm. manifesting anchors. Yes. For space exactly, and space. Yeah. And that was a question I'm going to ask you again later, and hopefully you remember to, which is when you're listening to Gaia, is she talking to you all the time, and we like get constant guidance, or is it just every now and then? Because these were like. Did we get guidance that we should move off the boat to the shaman shack, and we just ignored it, or what? Because I mean, there was, was a lot forced. of things came in yeah. that tricked us into it. Yeah. Because neither one of us wanted to move off the boat. We loved the boat. I know we did. We loved the boat. But we needed to move off the boat for a good reason. Remember? Yes. Yes. What was our reason? Well, we couldn't live in the in the in the res anymore. Like not inside the res because. The frequencies and the vibrations, they were going in a direction that was not compatible with ours, and vice versa. Right. With you there, the frequency would be altered, and that's not the experience that the res wants. Exactly. Not as a whole. They messed their game. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, but we didn't want to move off the res, and we didn't want to move off our boat, and we didn't want to live somewhere else. But anyways, we anyways. continued trying to get a house at the res or land or whatever, so we managed to do that after <laughs> a did. long story. Remember, that was that. that's a valuable story, too, because in that one, you start with the answer is no. Remember? Yes. You start with the answer is no. That means you didn't ask. Guess mm -hmm. what? You don't get anything. That's no. That's a no. So if you ask, what do you get then? 50% chance of getting A. A, a half? 50-50 at the minimum, you know? Yeah, 50%, I said. Yeah, you, you might you might get a yes. Exactly. You can't get a yes if you don't even ask. No, that's 100% no. So, uh, they have this thing called ask and ye shall receive. <laughs> I think that's the word, right? I think that somebody says that, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it has some basis in truth. If you don't ask, you're probably not going to receive. Right. But you will sometimes receive if you 
focus hard enough on your thoughts mm-hmm. and you have very 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 sensitive empathic and intuitive buds that you co-create with yes then that stuff starts happening without saying anything yeah but that's for that's 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 a different story that's a different story yeah. we're not we're kind of hard of hearing ourselves we're a little bit hard of hearing yeah. so we create circumstance to you can't avoid to, yeah that you can't avoid like when yes. we tried to buy that big blue house that oh my we gosh. had guidance clearly not yes. to buy so what yes. did we do we went to buy it we decided <laughs> well maybe we should try and buy it yeah and what happened when we got to the store the, the house thing, had been the there house five that years. had been sitting for five years sold that day Mo- for that cash morning for cash yeah. gone yeah don't even ask about it yeah. i remember when we were trying to rent houses and Yes. What we really, really wanted was a boat. Yes. But neither one of us had said anything about it. Right. So everything we found to rent, nope. literally everything, Trickets. even, if, even if we paid six months, months of rent in advance. advance. Nothing. They wouldn't Nobody even call would us back. No, they didn't. And we didn't even have pets. We didn't. We were just like the perfect renters. Yep. Well employed. Yep. Pay six months rent in advance. Yeah. And Clean not a piece. Nothing. Nobody would even return our call I know that was bizarro even we went to a real estate agency yeah and they didn't even want to answer our calls I after know, the first so time yeah. <laughs> what was up with that I know well it's the human collective supporting you in your right choices yeah and uh, yeah we did get the boat we love but we also only got to stay there for a little while a little bit like Brad Brad number one remember yeah, yeah. well are you going to tell the rest of the story about Brad number one no, do you want to tell her? You brought it up. Well, remember we were we had Theodora. Yes. And the breeder had Brad. These are our Siberian forest cats. And you showed me you told me, Hey, honey, do you want another cat? And I said, No. One cat's plenty, two cats makes the litter box full too fast. Remember that? Yes. And he said, Are you sure? Right? Yes. And I said, Yeah, I'm sure. And then what'd you say? It's only going to live about six months. And that piqued my curiosity. It's like, what cat would you want to get that's only going to live for six months? I say, what? What do you mean? And what'd you say then? I said, it's telling me that it's only going to live for six months or so. So I said, what does he look like? Like this. And I showed him a picture. He showed me a picture of him. And I said, what? He said, oh my gosh, that's a beautiful cat. I don't care if I spend just one day with him. I want him. I don't care if I only get one day. It's worth it. Yeah, it's He's totally worth of, it. He's that beautiful of a cat. Yeah. So we got him. And he did manage to live more than six months because... Yeah, you kept him alive for two and a half years. I kept him alive years. for two and a half years. Yeah. He's adorable, that cat. Yeah, he's gorgeous. And then he came back in an incarnation and told me about it. And was Continuously, non-stop. The day he was born, he told me he was born. Called the breeder before that and put him in the list and he told me a date <laughs> yep he told you when he told me when and I said hey do you have any litters do you want the such and such or the such and such honey oh, you should ask honey you should ask as a matter of fact do. I do <laughs> well we and want then showed me a picture one. of what he looked like and then said okay this is what I want I says okay yeah. so and the day he was born he told me woke me up at night and he says okay I was born so I called her in the morning, chatted, actually texted her, and said, did, were the kittens born last night? And she said, yeah, they were born, actually. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> well, he was the biggest one when he was born. Yes. But when we went to go pick him up, he wasn't the biggest one anymore. He was no. the second biggest one. Yeah. So there was a little bit of confusion when we went to pick him up. Yeah, but it was But I knew who he was, was from the start. Yeah, from the start. But I was confused by the, well, he's not the biggest one, though. Right. So we had to do a couple of little figure it out. Yeah. But we figured it out. So anyway, we moved off the boat. We moved to the Shaman Shack. We're living at the Shaman Shack with all these animals because the frequency isn't uh, compatible. Your frequency isn't compatible with where we were. Yeah. We still can have our boat, but just not live on it. Live on it there. And then the land thing that we got there also. Yeah, you can yeah, have the land, but you can't put ask. a house on it. Yeah. Remember, you said I had to ask, and I said yes. I don't want to ask. Yeah. And then I ended up asking, and guess what my uncle said? Yes. Yes. And then it turned out it wasn't my uncle's. It wasn't. No. So I had to go ask my aunt. And yes. my auntie said, Yes. Yes, you can have it too. And then we got it, and we signed the papers, and it put in our name, and everything was great. And then Gaia said, Not there. Right. And you said, 
you have to tell the council or something, ask the council if you can switch it. Yeah, swap it for some other And I said, no way, I'm not going to ask. And then what did you say? <laughs> you don't ask. You, oh, no, I said, look, it's going to say, it's going to be a yes. He said, no way. The council always says no to everything. Yeah, that's the first. And they take months to even make a decision. So it's going to be even a quick say yes. yes or no, they'll take a month. I said, listen, they have to say yes. If they don't say yes right away, it's a no. And we're going to go ahead and build on this land. So okay. it's going to be fast. So you went and asked them what happened. They said yes in a week. Yes. They didn't even take a week. They no, just they didn't said, take a week. come on in on Monday. And I came in on Monday and sat yes. in front of the what desk and one? told them what I wanted to do. And they said, okay. okay. And you were like, what? Okay. What? Oh, it's like, <laughs> wow. That was like, you got yeah. the guidance and I listened. Yeah. So it's not like a, it's like you get the guidance and you don't do. It's not going to work. You actually have to do. You have to do. If you get the guidance and the niggles, but you don't follow through, you miss these opportunities. And these opportunities aren't always... They're not fine. They're, they're they all finite, finite. You know, they're, they're finite. They're not like going to last there forever. Right. In the case of this council, when I asked them the questions, they were going to be going to elections and things in a week or so, mm -hmm. and there wouldn't be any council for a month, and then there'd be a whole new group of people in a month. Yeah. So it turned out to be that was the only time I could have asked and got that answer. Exactly. And it was that perfect. Passed. And yeah. it was perfect. And yeah. so that slowed us down from building something, though, didn't it? It did, yes. By quite a lot, because now we had trees all over the land, and we had exactly. to clear them and just figure out where we're going to put this and that, and get make it, things flat, ready, and which trees to keep, slab, and yeah. get it ready, and get some gravel. And boy, it kept us distracted and busy for a long time. Yeah. And when we, had, we were ready for it, and the house was coming, what happened? Well, the very day that it was showing up, closing, and we were paying, and the check goes to the guy to build the house that we finally picked, that we finally found a builder. Yes. He said, he said, if we build you this house, we want to get paid the second we show up. And the loan company said, we pay when you put it together, not when At you first site. show up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be like two days later. Mm -hmm. And the company that we're buying the house said, Forget it then, we're not going to do it. Yep. And the loan company said, okay, forget it. And they sent us our money back and I canceled know. everything the yeah. last day. The last day. For for no reason. I know. Like two days. I know. Two days difference. Yeah. And it's not like I'm paying them out of my checkbook or something. It's like mortgage company yeah. sending them the check yeah. when they put it together, which takes two days. That so, was so bizarre. That was really bizarre. Really, really bizarre. But it kept us at the Shaman Shack, didn't it? Yep, it kept us at the Shaman Shack. Because no matter what, even though we get guidance, we still try to um, bully our way to what we think we want. Yeah, we I think we that's try. the best way to think about it, bullying, bullying our, our way, way into what we think we want. Because yeah. we think we want a big house on the res, and so that's what we're going to get. But, in fact, our, we're not, we're not um, compatible with it yet. Exactly, yeah. Someday, but not today. A couple years, That's what year, I said, a couple like of years that. or so, you'll know when, when you're ready. And until so, then, don't. So what don't. do we do? We try. We try anyway. We got a trailer. We got a trailer. A little we, travel trailer. Yeah. We pull it there, and the guy said, nope, that ain't going to no, cut no, it. You don't no. get no water, no sewer. It's like, no. ah. So we got a destination trailer. So yeah, we got a big one. And we couldn't get it delivered, and then we said, okay, just take it to the Shaman Shack, and we got delivered the same day. The same day, parked, <laughs> and... There you go. And that That's was really the one that the res guy said that would work. Yes. You can put that there, put some skirts on it, then we'll count it as a house and you can get your sewer and your water. Yeah, they were. So instead, we put it in the backyard. Of the Shaman Shack. Of the Shaman Shack. Yeah. So we moved uh, <laughs> about 100. Oh my God. Maybe not even 30 feet. <laughs> no, not 30 feet. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Then, uh, uh, this is a pretty instant manifestation, obviously, right? Mm hmm. You got new, some new guidance, remember? And we'd been making trips up here looking at the, what do you call that house? The uh, Magic House? The Magic House, yeah. Yeah, there was, a, there was a hill. It's about 15 minutes away from the Shaman Shack, right? And on the top of that hill... We call it the Crazy House. Crazy House, yeah. The crazy cool Magical House. <clears throat> crazy Magic House. Yeah. At the top of this road was a house that was for sale. We went to look at it. Because In 2019, we, liked we went to up there. look at stuff. Especially in our neighborhood, in case we have tribal members need a house or, or whatever. Or we want one, who knows? Well, we went and looked at it up the, up the hill. And 
It was literally crazy. Yeah, and uh, it was in a bad, bad state. It was covered in poop from birds and bats and mice. Covered. Covered. And all the walls were literally black with mold. All the massive, massive windows in the front were broken. Broken out. So all the rain and, and weather and animals were coming in. It was in a very bad state, and it was a slightly bent. It was a little bit crooked. Crooked, so it was falling into well, the hill. Well, part of it was leaning one way, and, and part of it was leaning another way. Yeah, and then the hill was very steep. The land is actually very steep there. Yeah, basically a house in San Francisco on a cliff. Yeah, yeah, but I still loved it. I thought it was marvelous. Anyways, uh, we didn't buy it. Nobody else Yeah, we asked our realtor, and she said, do not, not buy it. that house. <laughs> she said, uh, no, no. Un and, no, and no under no circumstances buy that house. Buy that house. Whoa, is she okay? Oh, yeah, she's Maybe fine. She was scratching so, on the mic. So we didn't. So we didn't. We didn't, and uh, within a week, it was gone. Yeah. And we're like, we oh, why didn't we buy it? But usually that happens. If something is not ours, it gets sold. That is a good point. However, when we went up there in 2019, I looked down the road from it. There was like a mountain of blackberries, but there was a gate behind that mountain of blackberries. And I managed to get myself to the gate, and I was looking inside that gate, and it felt to me that that was a magical, beautiful piece of land. And... There was a little shed there too, and um, and it was just like, wow, this land, this is what I'd like, you know, this is what I'd like, but it's loved, it's well loved. Somebody really loves this place, and it it felt like a very feminine energy, a woman owner, owner, and that it was like a very very heartfelt, deeply held in her cherished heart. yeah it's like cherished cherished, cherished land Home. Yeah. there was no way anybody selling it no and i imagine there was a house at the end of the driveway but you couldn't see no and we're thinking wow i bet it's magical you know but it's beautiful in there but we never went in right we didn't even go past the gate we didn't go past the gate The gate was no entry do not pass exactly yeah. and it was very well i guess protected, um, protected. what's yeah. the word where you have guards not guarded yeah. But it's like a shield. There was yeah, a shield like a, to stop yeah, you from well, going there was in. a shield, yeah. It felt very much like yeah. this is um, claimed land. Mm -hmm. But anyways, anyways, we didn't get the other one. So after a few months, two or three months, I think it was, I thought, you know, I'd like to know more about that one. So we did the Google thing. You see Google Maps and you can see there was a house there. And then I went into the Clallam um, County Records and you could see there was, I went into that parcel and you could see pictures of a rundown house. It looked really bad, actually. The photographs looked like it's collapsing, completely collapsing. And, um, and I thought, wow, that's, that's so cool. You know, it's like, it's really cool. And I contacted our amazing and marvelous realtor friend of ours now, um, Anya, and, um, She's fantastic, you know. She's really amazing. Very and thorough. Said, and I said, this house here, I want it, I want it, but it's not for sale. And she said, oh, well, why don't you write to the owner? And I said, what? Said, yeah, write to the owner. Tell them that you want to buy the house. I said, no, I'm too shy. It's like, I don't want to. And she said, oh, come on. You can do it. You can do it. I know you sound like me. No, I don't want to. She said, come on, come on. Just do it. And I said, well, you do it. You do it. And she said, no, I'm not going to do it. It's not me. You have to do it. You have to have your energy in the letter. I said, no, no, I want you to do it. She said, oh, at the end. She said, very well, then I'll write to them. But I'm telling you, you should write to them because they probably won't even answer me. And I said, just, okay, but write them, please. So she did. And she sent me a picture of the envelope. And then I never heard back, right? Not never a peep. Heard back. Not a peep. Like a letter went to a black hole. Yeah. And then more months went by, maybe even a year. And I asked her about it. And she said, yeah, nobody answered. But it was in my mind, you know, like that property was in my mind. And it was in mine too, but not all the way, just halfway up. Yeah. And I was like, glad relieved that we didn't get anything there yeah because it was like scary in the woods to me right, right. every now and then we take a walk up there to look at the crazy house to see how they were fixing it up you know right 
once in a while. Yeah. Because we entertained a new dream that maybe whoever bought it is doing all of the work and fixing it up, and they'll get tired of all that work and say, oh, I give up, and then want to sell it again. Yeah, once it's Then clean. we'll buy it the second time, <laughs> once all the hard work's done. Yeah. That was our second secondest greatest plan. Yeah. And yeah. then we, at one point, I can't remember what was going on in the in the world, but we went in there as a neighbor, neighbor, you're in. Well, you, what you do, you, well, didn't you get guidance that it was for sale again? No, not that time. Not that that time. was months ago. Months ago. Hello, okay. neighbor, you're in here. Because the, the road was clear. Yeah, the road we, got cleared, huh? Yeah. And, so you get there. But we went, we went out on the outside and looked, and it looked really pretty bad. <laughs> to tell you the truth, the outside looked really bad in the house, but I loved it. I thought, my gosh, it's the top of the hill, lots of flat area. The area that's flat is big. And it was just charming. Yes, it was run down and everything, but it's charming. Mm -hmm. The location was magical, really magical. But it was still, you know, very, very well protected and owned and loved. So we left, you know, there was nobody there. We thought that maybe the neighbor was there and we were going to ask him about it, right? Right. Because the road was cleared. But there was nobody there, so we left. And, um, and then... Some weeks ago, I got the feeling that it was for sale. Well, you got the feeling that the crazy house. The crazy house is for sale. That's yeah. right. And you called me. You said, "Honey, honey, it's for sale." I said, "What? It's for sale? How much do they want? Same as before. A hundred thousand dollars." So I said, "Cool, let's go look." Yeah, yeah. And we went up there to look. And it was not for sale. It wasn't for sale. And there was nobody no there. No sign. No for sale sign. Nothing. But then the other house. Yeah, so we went to look at the other house, and we got there, and I went. Yeah, it's like, wow, this thinking, house is pretty nice. Yeah. You know, it's like, wow, it's it's like it was. I thought maybe it's the other one. Maybe it's the one I really like that's for sale. Yeah. So we went all the way to the gate and everything, and looked Called inside. And yelled, Hello, anybody there? There was nothing. No, no for sale sign. Oh no. And like, I got the feeling of you have to write to them. You have to write to her. You have to write to the owner. You have to write to her. And this is the guidance. You have to write to her. And I'm like, I don't want to. Okay, so if I do write, so no, no, you have to. I said, okay, I can print it out. No, 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 you have to be handmade paper, handwritten note, nice envelope, and you have to stamp it with wax seal and use the either the tree of life or the flower of life and the stamp. So I thought, oh, well, I don't have those. I don't have those. So I know I'll put them on my Christmas list. <laughs> and let's see if somebody will give them to them. I mean, that would be a sign, right? Yeah, if you get them. A validation that my seeing is, my seeing right, is correct about is this good. guidance. Christmas Day came. And I got so many of them. <laughs> I got like two or three sets. <laughs> Full sets of the seals, Waxes the and waxes the stamps, and seals the and the stamps yards. and everything. So, wow, that's amazing. So, okay, I grabbed some homemade paper. Actually, I bought it from Etsy. I had bought it before for another project. So I got that and I wrote out the letter just from the heart. You know, this is me, us, and, you know, what we'd like to do about your house and how much and blah, blah, blah. And I sent it. Oh, yeah, well, I sealed it, right, put the stamp in it. You did put, put a little bit of woman on it. Yeah, I have an essence, so essence, essential oil essence essential called oil. woman, which is basically the power of woman. And I put that on the envelope and then put it in the mailbox. And the mail didn't come because it started snowing and the roads were closed to the mail van. So the mail didn't come. And I'm looking out there, and the next day the, little the mail flags up come. on the mailbox, and it stayed up for yeah, two, days. two days. And then I looked at Larry and said, "Look at me, <laughs> Larry. Do you have any resistances about uh, us yeah. buying this house?" Yeah, I do. What are those resistances? I had resistances about uh, I didn't, I don't remember what it, I don't know what it looked like inside. It looked like it'd be like Shaman Shack, but worse. I don't want a huge project like that. I don't want to live on the hill and live in the wilderness. It'd be scary. All kinds of things. And too steep. And... Too steep and not very nice place. Mm -hmm. It's just mold, not mold, you know, but wet, damp, dark place. I don't want to go there. So I said, okay, why don't we do go take a look at it? Yep. Just from the outside and um, 
you can tell me, you know, process those things. When we come home, we can either just take that letter out of the box or, you know, send or it. Send it, yeah. And the mail, mail will finally arrive. <laughs> <laughs> so well, said, what okay, happened? He said, yeah, we went up there. And this time I actually looked at it like... Properly. Properly. Like, would I like to be here? Is this a place that I claim as my own? Kind of a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, wow. Yeah, it was like gift from God type thing. You know, it was like oh, all of a sudden really I could see it. See it. Yeah. I could see, oh yeah, this thing's need fixed, but that didn't matter. What mattered was it was magnificent. I could see the lake. I could hear the ocean. Yeah. And it came with a wood-fired hot tub. Yes. That, I mean, wasn't there the last few times I looked, but it was. <laughs> it's been there since the day it was built. Yeah. It was like everything I like. It had, and all the land I had imagined it being steep and all that, it was flat. Yeah. Literally all over flat. Plenty of flat. Plenty of flat. So I remember going, okay, yes, I do like this and I accept this. Yes. I would be happy to buy this with you, Annie. So. So we drove back to the Shamachak. Yeah, when we're nearly there, we saw the mailman collecting the letter. (laughs) Collecting the letter. It was that fast. My resistances were blocking it. Yeah. Amazing. Instant manifestation also has to do with that, you know. Right. And when I moved into um, in agreement and in cooperation with you, remember we had a New Year's practice? Yes. And the first thing on the list was the house on the hill. Was the house on the hill. Yeah. And we even sealed that with a kiss, remember? We did. Yeah. Yeah. And what happened the very next day? She answered. She answered the letter. Yeah, she sent us an email yeah, asking what email. we wanted to do with it and this and the other. And she's the couple's marvelous, so magical too. And we, they practically gifted us the house for free. I mean, yep. the land, you know. It was just amazing. And um, super supportive and helpful and ceremony oh yeah they actually handed us this house with ceremony like the four directions and and she sang the the song of their grandmothers and they passed the keys over to us before anybody had paid or done titles or any of that stuff they passed the house energetically It was Physically, marvelous. mentally, spiritually. It makes me it was... want to cry every time I think about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I couldn't imagine it better. It was amazing. Plus, you got a teddy bear. Yes, they gave us teddy bears. He makes teddy bears, and we got one each. And they're beautiful <laughs> and magical and alive. <laughs> yes, beautiful, magical, and alive. Yeah. I agree with you there. And now they're our neighbor, too. Yep, because they kept some of the land. Yep. And we're going to put a... So, we instantly manifest our perfect home. Yeah, when it was guided. But the thing is, I kept getting the the feeling, right, right now, write it, write it, write it. And one day, it said, write it now, or this door is going to close, this opportunity is going to close. You have to do it right now, or this opportunity is gone forever. I thought, whoa, okay then. I have the no, so stop being shy and just write the letter. So I did. So that's what I mean by when you get the nickels or the the guidance. If you don't follow it, those opportunities do close. Right, and the opportunities come because, you know, this is a co-creation reality. It's not a you-only reality. Exactly. And the other party needs to be in alignment. Mm -hmm. And for us, for us in this situation, I needed to be, you needed to be, and they also needed to be. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. And they'd had plenty of offers, you know, way higher offers than we gave them. But it wasn't about the money for them. It was they wanted to hand it over to a couple who would be, you know, connected with it and and the land and the and the. Well, she did say she googled you. Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah, (laughs) she did Google us. (laughs) Yeah. She did us. And she liked what she saw. Yes. That was exactly what she was looking for. Exactly, yeah. Uh-huh. So, it does turn out we have a bit of a project. You know, when when they 
when she, when they showed us the house and we went in, I was shocked at how nice it was inside. Me too. Good. I did not expect the house to be in that good of a um, condition. There was no mold to see. I mean, yeah, you could smell the the must in the air, but there was no mold in the walls. There was no like broken windows and bird poop everywhere and bats poop everywhere. No. You know, it was like not like the crazy house. Not not like the crazy magical house. Turns this out was the, just magical house. Yeah, but it turns out the crazy house was built by the same guy. It was built by the same person. Yeah, which makes sense because yeah. they're both magic. And then another surprise. There's actually a second house in the land. <laughs> yeah, his own one, house. <laughs> yeah, that one collapsed completely. All you can see is the roof yeah. on the ground, right? But it's like wow. <laughs> That's so, so cool. All of it is just amazing. But part part of this experience or sharing this experience is to just illustrate what is instant manifestation. And when you drive to that split, how by following your high-frequency niggles and acting on them and align, aligning yourself with good counsel and allies, you're... Your stuff is going to move quickly. You, when it's you time for stuff, it'll happen easy and quick. Very easily, built with ease and support. Right. Right? Now, the individuals who sold us the house, I consider them friends, you know, because and neighbors, because they, they're going to be developing the, their property next to us. And supportive, you know. He has a tractor. We have... Muscle power, you know? Yeah, so exactly. There, We needed electricity, and to fix the electricity was just too much work for him by himself. He climbed up and down the hill like a hundred times, he said, packing a battery and hooking up wires and checking at the other end to find out where the line's broken. And mm-hmm. He had worked on it and worked on it and worked on it. One day he said, I am just a little bit too tired for this. He was, he's, I think he's in 70. In the 70s, yeah. He's, they're in the 70s, 70s. Yeah. And <laughs> that's a hill. I mean. Yes. That's like climbing a mountain it right is. through the brush. Yeah. So we um, had our uh, friend Dan help us find and look for how to fix that. And he found wire priced at the price it was before everything went weird. Yeah. A few dollars a foot. And we just bought how much wire we need to do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But we bought more than we need because they need wire too. Right. So we worked together. He's like, oh, cool, you got the wire, excellent. Well, I have the tractor, I'll bring the tractor up and put it in the underground, you know? Yeah. So we'll use this, we don't have to go buy a tractor, we don't have to borrow a tractor, our um, neighbors have a tractor. Mm-hmm. It's nice. I just like working, I like it when it works out like that, you know? It's really nice. So. And, you know... One of the things that I also wanted to mention, all these tools that I am talking about, you know, about the nickels and working with others and being in that high-frequency state with good counsel and good allies, they're all plus tons more tools that we actually use on a day-to-day basis. They're all part of the Instant Manifestation Workshop at ibensacademy.com. And... um, and due to popular demand, <laughs> um, the ladies and I and all our facilitators are going to be giving the Glock lecture series again, right? The Einstein Manifestation Workshop is happening again this year, and um, you have to go in now to get it uh, at the early bird price, but also you get a really nice discount. Because we want people to start getting ready now. There's a lot of prerequisites for you to do before you start the workshop. Those are fundamental for your success. And at the academy, we're in the business of uh, workshop completion or course completion, which is different to other institutions and things, which basically, I don't know what their basis is, but what, what my particular aim in working with the ladies on the instant manifestation workshop and all the other workshops there and all the other courses there is that we create people on the planet like groups of individuals on the planet which are extremely powerful co-creators 
so that we can start creating all the structures and social um, yeah social structures for for the new paradigm and that means that we need skilled individuals skilled high frequency high frequency co-creators yes street smart co-creators and they used the manifestation workshop and all the other workshop we did the emergency series recently too these are created for that you know we want that to happen we want these groups to get together and create stay together the, stay together create together uh-huh, and be powerful together because right? one person working on their own very fine lone wolfiness we know it we've all done it right mm-hmm. but this new paradigm is not created by lone wolves on their own it's created by lone wolves joining together in a pack right? <laughs> so yeah. You know, people often make comments such as, yeah, well, I don't need your courses. I follow my higher self, you know, and it's for free or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, fair enough. That's good. Go ahead. But this is not about you. These courses are more than you. Yes, they will take care of all the tools that you need for a fabulously successful life in any area of your life that you want to um, put these tools to work. But to me, the importance and the interesting part is that you're going to be part of a fantastically powerful manifesting group, all your other co-creators, students for this workshop, and that you guys together will be magnificently powerful if you were to join forces in projects and other things for this planet. And even doing exercises like observation exercise or intent exercises together you shift the planet you you really literally change our reality and that's what interests me most so getting on this um on this one i think it's coming out we're gonna start it in march i believe but get it now because you need to do the pre-work you know the prerequisites and it's a long list because you need to be well prepared it's advanced this is advanced stuff and um but if you think oh, well, I'm not ready, I don't have the time to do it right now in March and I don't have the time or money to do it right now, get the list anyways, right? Get the list of prerequisites anyways. Start working on those. Those are all available at uh, ineliabenz.com or at the Walk With Me Now. A lot of them, majority of those prerequisites are available at Walk With Me Now on the library for free. So either way, get, get doing, get on the list, get going. And get starting, register for it. Anyways, instant manifestation. And these are some of the examples, you know. It's like Larry and I um, manifested each other's into each other's lives. Again, with Gaia's help. A lot of Gaia's help. But also, we had to work on our own programs around relationships and things. And that was part of the, you know, Love, Sex and Relationships course. So, and I think that might actually be one of the prerequisites for the... I'm pretty sure, yeah. So, the tools are there. We are manifesting all these things and a magnificent life with a high-frequency tribe, right? And it's like a a band of... (laughs) A band? A band of equally powerful sovereigns, you know? Right, right guided by um, rules of engagement that we all agree with and have edited and worked on them and together <laughs> and um, yeah it's it's marvelous it's fantastic so yeah I, w- I was a lone wolf for majority of my life because quite honestly there wasn't any groups out there that I could gel with or liked even or found even in any way remotely pleasant but as the world shifts and changes and the space is there for this now you know like that Hopi prophecy you know yep. the time of the long wolf is over <laughs> yep. um, it's, it's done. you can do it you, know? you can really do it well I guess the better way to say it is we can really do it yeah, we, we can, can do it you can do it you can do it with we can your do it. we <laughs> yeah because the the mantra really is our strength is your strength and your strength is our strength mm-hmm. and that's one of the one of the 
tools and one of the experiences that I've shared in my teachings. So I like to think of the instant manifesting class as uh, learning how to manifest what money can't buy. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I gotta say, it's quite well, remarkable. And well, a lot of people very actually they want to manifest more money. We have at least <laughs> that I know of at least two billion millionaires, right? That were yeah. not millionaires when they did the course originally. They were not. Now they are. Now they are. So. But <laughs> when I say and other people you're have manifested what, relationships can. and. Well, yeah. what I mean when I say you, you manifest what money can't buy, I mean, there are things that money can't buy, but it doesn't mean you can't manifest money. <laughs> and things that money can buy. <laughs> and things that money can buy. Exactly. Sometimes it can be misinterpreted that way, though. I think so. But you can't buy the th some things. Some things aren't for sale. Some right. things aren't you go to the store and get. Yeah. And in the case of a group of equally powerful, clear, High frequency co-creators, you can't buy that. No, you can't. You can't buy that. It's true. You have to earn that yeah. and work that and make that together. Yes, and that is driving to the new paradigm. That is driving. <laughs> driving to the, the split. Driving to towards the split. this positive side. <laughs> the experience, right. the high frequency experience, the empowered experience, all that. All it's that. Amazing. I love it. You feel complete, honey. I do. Do you? Oh yes. Fabuloso. Okay, you remember what you say? I love you, darling. I love you, honey. <laughs>